Well, welcome back to our Connect Church Discipleship Podcast. We're in Season 1, Episode 2. Uh, we're learning what is the gospel and how to process that in our life. Again, if you haven't watched the trailer, please go back and do that. Uh, these podcasts are not meant to be in a vacuum, uh, but just to be able to uh, process with others and walk along in the journey. So we invite you to that. Today, uh, we'll cover two thoughts that God created us to be with Him so we can trust the story and our sins separate us from God, and as a result, we've been damaged by evil. And so uh, we'll get into that in just a moment, but I want to welcome back Carlton and Frank. Thank you guys. Uh, you're back for a second episode, so I appreciate that. Um, but thank you for taking the time to join us. They're both part of Connect Church. Uh, Frank serves as our lead pastor. Carlton is one of our Connect Group leaders. Um, and so just to recap from last time, we saw that everybody believes a gospel, um, whether they realize it or not, but we also saw that everyone needs the one true gospel. And so today and in these next few episodes, we're going to start breaking down what that one true gospel is. And uh, we're going to use an acronym uh, to help us with this and uh, just give a quick uh, credit to this. I believe Dare to Share Ministries was the one that I, I first read the acronym at, but we're going to steal some language from InterVarsity, uh, a podcast called Beam of Discipleship. We're going to steal some of their language. So we're kind of hodgepodge it all together to kind of give you the Connect Church version of it. Um, and so G-O-S-P-E-L will be our acronym. So we'll do G and O gospel. gospel. There you go. That's it. Uh, so starting with the G in our acronym is God created us to be with him so we can trust the story. And kind of from a meta narrative view of scripture, this would be Genesis 1 and 2. Uh, we start the gospel right off the bat. Um, the whole chapter of Genesis 1 is God creating everything uh, in the world and all of it was created to be uh, in relationship with him. In fact, specifically for us as, as, as humanity. And so Carlton, would you mind reading for me uh, Genesis uh, chapter 1, uh, verse 27. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. So if we read through Genesis 1, we see this image of God, which is its own podcast that we could talk <laughs> talk about. Um, but it's unique to humanity, right? It sets us apart. Uh, and and in Really, I like to think about this is we're created for a purpose, right? Um, recently, uh, I've liked doing some woodworking. I just uh, built a table for, for my son to house all of his Legos. They, they still don't go on the table. They're still on the floor. So, so that project failed. But it was for a purpose. The purpose is not being carried out. <laughs> but it's for the purpose, right? And so for us, we've been created for a purpose, right? And we're created to reflect in the image of God. And a lot of times we try to put that into those false hopes and those false gospels we talked about last episode. Um, but we hear this common refrain in Genesis 1, and it was good, and it was good. And so, um, be, be my discipleship, they'll often use the phrase, trust the story, right? Trust that we've been made for God, and it's good. And that's where this whole thing starts. Yeah. Um, and so, taking it from that perspective, my question to you guys is, um, I think a lot of times when people think about Scripture, we don't start in Genesis 1 and 2. We tend to start in Genesis 3, which is the fall. And that's important. We're going we're gonna to talk about that yeah. in this episode. Um, but why do you think we don't often include this, hey, we're created to be with God, it's good, like that aspect. Why don't we often include that in the gospel message or in, in, in the story of God? The way that I see it is for the same reason that a person can do 50 things right and one thing wrong, mm -hmm. and we know which one gets highlighted and yeah, focused yeah, on, yeah. right? We just naturally have a way of zeroing in mm -hmm on what we've done wrong. Yeah. And so I believe we take that into our approach to uh, reading the gospel as well. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, we live in the reality of Genesis 3. 
Mm-hmm. And so Genesis 1 almost feels so far at this point, like perfect union with God. Like, I don't know what that is. Like, I wish I did, but I yeah. don't. And so, and then I think even just a lot of the way that we view the gospel, it's almost like to just escape Genesis 3, like mm-hmm. grin and bear this life and someday I'll get to heaven and it's all good. Or I think we need to flip it in, in view of Genesis 1, where first of all, like, my value inherently comes because I'm created in the image of God. And so, right, the greatest commandment of this gospel, love God and love each other. Um, when I realize that I have somebody who created me to be with me, I will love him. But then also the way I view my fellow human and humanity, right? You guys are all created with that same thing. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I need to work to create this Genesis 1 narrative. And, and I think instead of escaping this life to get to heaven, I need to bring heaven here. And, and that make that Genesis 1 reality happen here to the best mm-hmm. of my ability, yeah. right? It's not going to be perfect yeah. because I am broken, but I can do my best to bring heaven to That's earth true. and to love people and see that value in people. But it's easier to focus on the bad, right? And see yeah. sometimes this world is bad. What's the point? Like, let me just grin and bear it and get to where I want to go. And there's a mentality shift there, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like if I'm starting from this perspective of everything's broken, like... Yeah. I'm just trying to, you know, repair it the best I can and survive. That's a different perspective yeah. than like, hey, God actually loves me and mm-hmm. cares about me and, yeah. you know, is pursuing me and created me for this purpose, mm-hmm. right? There's a whole different mentality there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so that we, we want to start our gospel uh, aspect, not of us trying to work off a of debt or us trying to fix in our own power. But like you said, because yeah. of what God has done, now we're able to do mm-hmm. this and we can focus on the kingdom and see that realized as much as possible in our lives and i think changing the way we see the world too to even see the good and see you know creation and what god created and how beautiful that is instead of how bad um the the climate that we're in right now is so critical right Mm -hmm. we just see what's wrong in political figures and where we go to eat if it's not exactly how we want we throw right we're critical and so i think again seeing the best brings us back to kind of that genesis one narrative of like things are good and it's okay for it to be good it's not all terrible right i recently was in a conversation with someone and they brought to me you know how we have these different phrases or sayings like knock on wood or whatever and they were saying the person in the video was saying how the origin of that is you know, and they start to break down how it's from a, a evil origin and all of this stuff. And and then when you go back to everything, people will say, well, the origin of this. And I'm like, well, if you're going to go to the origin, let's go back to the origin. Right? <laughs> and so I think that in this case as well, if we don't start at the origin, yeah. then we don't That's really have a yeah. an idea of what we're working toward. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. Pastor Franklin. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Excellent. So. That's where we want to start the gospel every time, right? God is created to be with them. We can trust the story. We yeah. can be in relationship with the Lord. Um, but then the second part of the Genesis 3 is a reality, right? Like, like again, we don't want to gloss yeah. over that, right? And so, again, from a meta-narrative perspective, G would be Genesis 1 and 2. Uh, o would just kind of be Genesis 3, right? That that brokenness. And, and the language we would use is that our sins separate us from God. And as a result, we've been damaged uh, by evil, right? And so we read in that chapter about... Adam and Eve rebelling against God, and the relationship is is broken here at this point. Um, and, and I don't know that we always grab the full weight of that, you know, of, of what that really means. Um, but our sin does pain uh, our Heavenly Father, right? It's a big deal. So 
um, question for you guys is what does it mean when we use that language, sin separates us from God? What, what does that mean? Give, give some thought uh, to that. I mean, if we're looking at the story, right, in Genesis 1, Adam and Eve walked and talked with God and knew him intimately. And then in Genesis 3, they felt shame. They saw that they were naked, right? They were awakened to the evil of the world. And so, like, I think that's what our sin does. Even that idea of being critical, right? That's the result of living in sin. We, we have a hard time with seeing the good and ultimately seeing God. And, and, and the ultimate thing of that is separation from God. Adam and Eve were banished from the garden, which is where they lived in, in intimacy with God. And so I think our sin, in a sense, brings us away from that mm -hmm. as well, where we don't get to live in the fullness of knowing who God yeah. is. I think that that uh, Genesis 3 provides us with a physical and spiritual um, reality of what sin does, mm -hmm. right? They, uh, Genesis 3 started one way, but it ended totally different, yeah. mm -hmm. right? And while God still loved them, mm -hmm. right, he still covered them, yeah. um, there was still a separation that took place, yeah. and that's yeah. what, what sin does in our life. Yeah. Yeah, a friend of mine, uh, Andy uh, Lynn, he, uh, he shared with me how he, he kind of explains this to his kids sometimes. That, like when his kids do something wrong, he'll say, rather than I address the behavior right off the bat, I'll just say, hey, what you did really hurt me. Like what, what, what you did really made me sad the way you talked to your sister or whatever the case may be. And I thought that was interesting as a parent and, and all of us are parents here, right? Just the, the idea of, of like, hey, not even in that relationship, not reducing it just to the behavior. Of course, that's important. Yeah. But like realizing, hey, there's put a strain in a healthy way. Obviously, yeah, yeah, he's doing that, not, not in an unhealthy yeah, way. Yeah. Um, so, so with that word, we've thrown around that word sin. Mm -hmm. um, if this is going to separate, if it's going to strain the relationship, if there's going to be kind of kind of consequences of that, so to speak, how how do you define what sin is? Like, like how do we process that angle of it? Well, I would I would define sin as um, anything that separates us from God, anything that uh, brings or causes offense uh, to God or to the standards that he has set for our life. Mm. That's a good definition. I love it. Yeah. And I think in this story, we see the idea of desire in Genesis one, they desired God. Um, and then in the, in eating the fruit, they desired knowledge more than they did knowing God. And so for me, I think sin is anything where my desire for God is overtaken by my own desire. Um, and then even in the story, there's, you know, it either brings me into intimacy with God or in our reality, I think it brings heaven to earth mm -hmm. and his kingdom or it brings my kingdom. And so I think sin is things where it brings me and my benefit versus bringing God and heaven to earth. True. That's a good way. You guys both framed that really well. Um, so one of the things we said for our acronym is that as a real result of sin, we've been damaged uh, in a way. So. What, what does that look like? What are some ways that sin damages our life and, and strains our life? Uh, yeah, I mean, you alluded to, you know, I'm a parent, and I think parenting has been what has drawn this out of me the most and just how selfish I am and how angry I am still. Um, where the smallest things, I'll be frustrated, and it's like, I just want a moment of peace and quiet. I just want this, and... You know, my, my daughter is there with her arms up and she doesn't see any of that, right? And it's all in me. Um, and so really working through again um, and even recently listened to something where it's like um, monks go through a cycle in the day where an alarm 
goes off to remind them to turn their hearts back to God and, and to submit to his authority. And like parenthood is the same thing, right? We don't get to be alone and, and on our own schedule. Like that's out the window at this point. But our kids are a reminder of like, turn my heart back to God. And I feel that I can either turn my heart to God or be angry and be like, I want my way. Yeah. As far as how does, how do I view how sin damages us, right? Um, I, the way I view it or the best way that I can kind of explain it because we said earlier that um, sin separates us from God. Mm -hmm. So the way that I would explain how sin damages us, um, sin damages us in the same way that unplugging your refrigerator from the wall socket <laughs> will damage the contents of that refrigerator, mm -hmm. right? Eventually it yeah. will spoil, yeah. it will rot, mm -hmm. and it will be good for... It will not be good for what it was intended for, right? Yeah. And in the same way, when we are separated from God yeah. through sin, uh, the contents of our lives will start to become rotten, spoiled, and not be useful for what it was intended yeah. for. And, and that affects every area then. Right? Like, I, I love that illustration, right? Because you don't get the fridge plugged in, like everything's going bad in there. It don't matter whether it's in the freezer, it's in the corner, right? It, it, it's every area. And so like even the aspect of, a lot of times we could think about our sin damaging our relationship with God, but there's also other people involved, right? If I sin against either of you guys, right? Like now, now, now there's strain here, right? And 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 it affects kind of pour out from there, uh, and and so on. So um, it's a serious thing. So. Uh, that's where we're going to stop today. Uh, a great happy place to stop. <laughs> uh, so you have to come back uh, and hear more of what there's the gospel is. <laughs> there is good. This is good news, right? Um, and so, so just to recap, we all have these false gospels we look to, uh, but we know we need the one true gospel, and that starts in Genesis one. Uh, Genesis 1 and 2, we could trust the story. God's created us to be with him, to be in relationship with him. But then we get to Genesis 3, uh, where the fall does happen, where sin enters the picture, and our sin separates from God. We've been damaged by evil. And so uh, we'll process a little more on that next time. But before we go, uh, a question to you guys, just so the audience can get to know you a little better. Um, what is something in your life that you're most excited about right now? It could be something happening in this moment. It could be something on the horizon that you're looking forward to. Uh, but what is exciting you at, at this time? In about a month, my son will be here, so that's exciting, and it'll be right around the corner, so definitely awesome. looking forward to that. Yeah. yeah, I'm most excited right now, probably about summer uh, on its way. Uh, my wife is a teacher, and so she's off for the summer, mm -hmm. and we'll be able to spend some quality family time mm -hmm. together. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. Cool. So it looks like both of you guys got exciting times coming up uh, very quickly here. Family. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining with us today. Again, a great spot to text your discipler. Maybe let them know something that stood out to you uh, from uh, the podcast today. And come on back next time as we continue to explore what is the gospel.